Praise Master Jesus. I want to welcome everyone that is watching from different parts of the world, in Canada, the home base, and everywhere. Uh, my, my family, through um, ECCN, I believe they are also connected. There's so, some of them that because it's quite early in Nigeria. And I want to thank God for what he's doing in the body of Christ, in the kingdom. The body of Christ has, is, now a, is now a movement, it's now a, a, an invasion. It's not just a where we go to serve God on Wednesday and Sunday uh, or midweek service, whatever it may be, on one or two times in a week. It's now an invasion that every single day, every single moment, God is invading places for his kingdom. He's taking the gospel of salvation, the gospel of the kingdom, through the amount of babes, people that we tend to see that they may not have uh, the qualification in court and all that, but God is empowering them just as he did to Saul. The Bible says the king Saul, he says when he encountered Samuel and Samuel told him that he would get to the company of prophets and the spirit of God will come upon him and he was turned into another man. There was no, no period of going to the Bible school, Bible school and all that. God, something landed upon him and he was turned into another man. And all of a sudden he became, he, he was prophesying with the prophets. That's what God is doing now. He's compressing times and seasons in the lives of people in order for him to fulfill the kingdom mandate that he has for us. And it's, it's one thing to, to be called into this work with God, into this partnership with God. It's a great privilege. And we each and every one of us, hearing me right now, you will be, I usually use this word, you'll be marked, you'll be engrafted, you'll be initiated, just like a court, you'll be initiated into this work that it becomes a burning desire and passion in your heart. We tag this meeting, let us pray, because we'll be taking a journey into um, uh, a, 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 the heart and the burdens of God concerning this season and time. We'll be taking a journey into the mind of God. The Bible says that who can know the mind of the Spirit, save the, sp the Spirit itself. So that we'll be taking a journey with the Spirit, by the Spirit, in the Spirit, into the heart and the mind of God concerning these times. Concerning this season, what he wants us to do, Kalish Sobrahande Kiliadash, into what God is 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 trying to accomplish so eminently, is trying to fulfill so 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 with, with all of the host of heaven at work. Because when God has a body, the the the, the conditions of the spirit and the conditions of heaven changes to fulfilling that mandate. So this season, God is looking for people, not just people that will be on the pulpit. There are those on the pulpit who thank God for them. But he's looking for people that will take what is happening on the pulpit into the streets, that will take what is happening on the pulpit into the marketplace, because the, the move of God or the invasion of God's kingdom upon the earth will not longer be only for for star, stardom Christianity or celebrity kind of life. No, it will be that people that, just like David says a prayer that has struck me and stayed with me for years. The Bible says that I may see your power and your glory that I have seen in the sanctuary. So what David was asking for is that I want to experience what we have experienced in the sanctuary in my daily walk. That should be the heart cry and burden of every, every, every believer that we can replicate the presence, the powers, and the principles that are being taught and caught in the church, on the pulpit, we replicate it in the streets. 
So when we come and encounter an unbeliever or uh, 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 one who, who has left the faith or an unbeliever, one who, who has not heard the gospel of Jesus, and you are communicating the life, communicating the gospels to this person. And most times I've been into evangelism and it's my passion day in, day out. And in this in going to evangelism, we encounter people and they just they don't they don't know they don't just want to hear the the, the lyrics or the, the 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 linguistics of your words. They don't want to hear how you can, how good you can quote your words so sweet to pass the gospel to them. They want to see the manifestation of what you are proposing to them because you are giving them a proposal and they want to see the manifestation for it. So from for some people, they are going to receive the manifestation first before the gospels so what we are trying to say is that god wants to raise people that when it comes as to the point of displaying the the efficacy of the gospel of the kingdom the power of god the glory of god the the anointing of the spirit the workings of god we can be vessels viable vessels that can both display that power and also communicate the principles the life the promises of god unto them because most people, when they go out to minister and go out on the street, they want to declare they are Christians, but they are, they are encountered with challenges that seems to want to test the convictions they claim they stand by. And when they are encountered with those challenges, they are handicapped. They don't know what to do. So they, we, we all run to pastors. That's why a believer can be sick and they want to call a man of God. They want to call and call. But we don't know that what we have, what we have received, even as a floor member in, quote, in church, you are, you are so more powerful. You are more powerful than any force in hell is put together. So these kind of meetings are orchestrated by God in order to open us up. It's like unraveling us, unpacking us, unpacking us, un unboxing us so that we come into the true knowledge of our identity, of our position, of our place in God. While I was speaking to God's servant, Pastor, Pastor Philip, I was, I, 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 he communicated the burden of us being able to know this personality. Having, having established the fact that there is need for us to take what is on the pulpit to the streets, having established the fact that there is need for us to be able to defend the gospel with authentic power, with authentic grace, with authentic manifestations, the Bible says, for the creations of this world are waiting for the manifestation, not the words, not the, 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 the eloquency. It says the manifestation of songs. So our appearance is a manifestation of a reality. Our appearance should be a manifestation of a realm that we claim to be walking in. Because understand that the realm which the believers are claimed to be walking in, whether you know it or not, is what we call the God realm. Not even the realm of angels, not even the realm of spirits, not even the realm of, of, of superhumans. It's the realm of the Godhead, of the Godhead. Because the Bible says we have been made to be divine partakers of his nature. It is the very life God is living with on earth on, in heaven is the same life that is powering each and every one of us listening to me right now as believers. But the personality by which to let, let me let me let me introduce it this way: God has given. God released, God made available a personality that is the part of the Godhead in order to bring us into this reality, in order to make us walk experientially. 
Because what I've observed and I've seen many believers and Christians do is that we speak of our reality only in the positional realm. When the Bible says that you are made more than conqueror, you are, you are, you are, you are. You are healed. The Bible says by the stripes, well, we are healed by the stripes of Jesus. When the Bible says that we are, uh, are we are the head and not the tail. No, the Bible says we are kings and priests. We speak of our positional realm, our positional reality, but we don't experience it in reality. We don't, we don't have an experiential knowledge or manifestation of those things we speak about. So a believer can come and say, by stripes I am healed. Is in the scripture. He or she has read it in the scripture. But when he is speaking, he's still feeling that pain. And sadly enough, unfortunately, some believers still quote those scriptures till they die. What is the what is the problem? Is it that the word of God is a lie? No, never and will never be. Is it that God was lying? Never and will never be. But the thing is that the the, the system of transporting that realm that we have or that, that our positional reality we've, we've seen in scripture into experiential reality was lacking. Why is it so? Because there is someone, I call him someone, he's a person that we have chosen to ignore. What, trans, what transmits the logos, the word of God, the written word, uh, is, is ministered to your fellow Sunday with great mystery of God, a great psalmist that said, it's enough, it's about time we, we, we move from the written word to the living word. What it means is that the word needs to, needs to metamorphose from just reading, being a written word, into a living word. That our life becomes living epistles, like Paul said in 2 Corinthians 33, that our lives become living epistles of Christ. Then he went further and says, not written by pen on stones, but written by the Spirit of God. Who is who? Who is who? Uh, which is who? The Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit is the greatest personality on earth in this dispensation, but yet the most ignored. So um, God's servant, Pastor Phil, communicated the body of each and every one of us as, as God's end-time weapon, God's end-time army that is raising up to become acquitted, to become familiarized, to become intimate with this personality called the Holy Ghost. Everything God is doing today, everything God will do from today goes through that person or is enforced through that personality called the Holy Ghost. It's God's system and God's design that whatever is going to accomplish, whatever it will rough on earth, Today, tomorrow, and from this dispensation onward must come to be, must come to place, must come to manifestation through the personality of the Holy Spirit. In 2 Corinthians chapter 13 and verse 14, the Bible says, The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, which we've experienced, we, many of us have come to the full knowledge of that grace, the love of God. But the, this, 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 this aspect of it, it says, and the communion, the communion, the, in the Greek word, the koinonia, of the Holy Ghost should be with you all. So this threefold manifestation must rest the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Ghost. The communion of the Holy Ghost. 
the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit must be with you. So we are centering in this moment, in this time of fellowship, at the communion of the Holy Spirit, intimacy with the Holy Ghost, intimacy with the Holy Ghost. You know, you know when I, I, I come into sections of talking about the Holy Spirit, I become teary. I become my heart goes overwhelmed. My, my whole being shivers because this is one of the place of, 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 of scripture. This is one of the aspects of God that you have to be empowered to speak about. You have to be, you have to be given all trans. You have to be enabled to talk about. Because even the best of us is still a toddler. In, in, his, in, in, in the operations of the Holy Spirit, in the knowledge of the person of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. It says the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the communion of the Holy Ghost. That word communion is in threefold, is in three, is in three um, levels. Number one is fellowship. Fellowship. Because the Holy Spirit represents God on us now. There was a time of the dispensation of God. There was a time of the dispensation of Jesus, the Son. And now we are living at the time of the dispensation of the Holy Spirit. He represents all that there is in God and the Son. Oh, God's servant, the great father in faith, Benny Ian, said, The Holy Spirit is Jesus unlimited. Jesus was the representation of the Father. The Holy Spirit is the representation of the Son, Jesus. We must reflect the, the, the Holy Ghost. So we are the representation of the Spirit. That's, that's why the Bible says that this is a dispensation of the Spirit. Like God's servant um, 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 quoted, he says that, um, I will pour out my Spirit, speaking from Joel and also in the, in the, in the accounts of, of the Synoptic Gospels. I will pour out my Spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and daughters are prophesied. Your old men shall see visions. And your, 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 your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. I will pour out my spirit. Acts chapter 2. The day that the Holy Ghost broke forth upon the lives of believers. Until today we are experiencing the blessedness of that encounter. And mind you, the Holy Spirit didn't come to, to, to just mark an event. It came for a walk. There is an assignment that the Holy Spirit was 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 uh, that was introduced. There was an there's an assignment that needs to be done, a mandate that needs to be carried out. And Jesus revealed unto us in Matthew chapter I think chapter nine verse six when he's speaking of the Lord's prayer. He says, "Our Father who art in heaven, there is this assignment that must be done. There is this mandate that must be fulfilled, which is Thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom come." Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. The Holy Spirit came to carry out that assignment that the kingdom of God, in Revelation it says, the kingdom of this world has become the kingdom of our Lord and Christ. But how do we come into the place where, because, because we are, this is the realm of man, and if God is to establish his kingdom upon the earth, he has to, come entwined with man. He has to come into um, a form of a form of relationship with man, a form of partnership with man. I'm already going ahead of myself because I want to talk about the three levels, which is fellowship, 
partnership. And to the end, it will lead to a state, a realm called intimacy with the Holy Ghost. It begins with fellowship with him. The Holy Ghost is, the, is Jesus unlimited. It's just God dwelling inside of us. He brought the life of God with us and he's still living in us to help us manifest that life, to help us give expression to that life. That your, your, your confession or your conviction in God is not only theoretical, it's practical. Practical. Communion in fellowship, in partnership, and in intimacy. The Holy Ghost. You, 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 your, your journey begins with him from the place of fellowship. You begin as fellowship. Coming into that place of like minds, like motives, like, like thoughts, like-mindedness, like thoughts. Where you, your, 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 your motives begins to conform. Your motives begins to align, realign. There is a deconstruction of wrong thoughts. Because when you receive the life of God, your spirit was born again. But we have the soul and the body in order to deal with. And that's why the Holy Ghost also helped us. It also came in order to transmit, to, to replicate what happened in your spirit, in your soul and in your body. That's why Paul, we admonitions in Romans 12, that be it, uh, be it transformed by the renewing of your mind, which is in your, which is your soul, your soul, because your, your, your soul is the composition of your will, your, your mind and your emotions. The mind sitting as, as the place of, of, of decisions and all that. But we're not looking into that. So your, your, the Holy Ghost is, is, is in the assignment of replicating the new birth, the born-again experience, the life of God that has captured the entirety of your spirit. So as a born-again believer, your spirit is the same as the spirit of God. Your spirit has been born again. A goat gives birth to a goat. A chicken gives birth to a chicken. God gives birth to God. So when you were born again, you were born into the image and the likeness of Abba, of God. So the Holy Spirit needs to help to replicate that. So because what, what many believers are struggling with is the hold, is the, is the corruption, and is the, is, the, is the corruption, the hold, and the desires and cravings of the unrenewed aspect of the soul and the body. So that's why it's not a, it's not just one day journey of transformation. It's a consistent, because one thing we will begin to understand as we are joining and we pray soon is that your this the, the, the power of the Holy Spirit is experienced in the place of consistency with Him. It's not a one time relationship. It's not looking for an affair. It's looking for a relationship, a marriage. That's why the Bible says, he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. My greatest desire is that we are in, initiated into a realm of deep passion and pursuit and intimacy of the Holy Spirit. Having had the knowledge and the understanding of his workings, of his assignment and the goal that he has in your life. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 3.18, and I will paraphrase in my own word, that you are, you are changed, or you are as building as in the mirror, you are changed into the same image, which is Christ, from glory to glory, 
even by the Spirit of the Lord. So the Spirit of the Lord is the one that aids the transformation, the transitioning for, to, to, to higher levels of yourself, higher versions of yourself that God has desired for you, higher versions of yourself. Because when God sees you, he doesn't see you the way you are like this. He doesn't see you based in, uh, in what I mean is this, he doesn't see you in your present state of weakness, in your present state of, 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 of depression, oh, I'm this, I'm that, I can't stop this, I can't stop that. That's not how God sees you. God sees you from the lens of what he has ordained and he has intended for your life to be. That's why it can speak to a child, Jeremiah, in Jeremiah chapter 1, that before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew thee and ordained you to become prophets to the nation. So no, do not be afraid. I've ordained you to be prophets, to be a prophet, sorry, to the nations. He was speaking to, Jeremiah was very young back then. So fellowship, our motives begins to come into alignment with the motives of God. Our our thoughts begins to we begin the Bible says think of these things. We begin to think as God thinks. We begin to act as God acts. We begin to desire as God desires. The desire of the flesh will in this in this realm of fellowship begins to begins to be denied and and, and to the to the end that it dies off. You, you, the, because when you start your journey with the Holy Spirit or start your journey with God in Galatians chapter 5, the Bible speaks of an oppression that occurs for every believer that the flesh will lost against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh, making you not to do what you really want to do. But it takes, it takes fellowship, mind you, consistent fellowship with the Holy Ghost in order to bring you to a point where your, your spirit will begin to superimpose, will begin to subdue the lust of the flesh. Because whether you like it or not, if Jesus comes, there will be the presence of sin everywhere in the world. God didn't destroy sin. He only killed the power in you to want to always partner with sin. So you can be in the place, in the world, the Bible call it the world of sin, but yet it can See, the boat, a boat, a boat or a ship is meant to move on the water, but there will be disaster if the water gets into the boat. That's just it. So we have been made to, Jesus even said, don't take them from this world. That they become living pieces of, of, this, of this image that they have received. So we are in this world, but not off, not made of the components of this world, not made of the affinities of this world. Jesus could stand at the, at the end of his ministry on earth and says that the God of this world has come to me and found nothing of himself in me. But unfortunately, that, that is the, that is the, the, the predicament, the, the, the condition of many believers that they are, they are of God, but yet corrupted with the lust and the desires. Of this world why because they've ignored they've not they've not maximized the 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 the, the work with the their work with the holy spirit they've ignored him totally they just believe it's only just saying that salvation prayer and be born again and that's it you will never come into true transformation having ignored the work the in fact starting with the person of the holy spirit so fellowship with him begins to begins to cut, begins to circumcise your motives, begins to circumcise your desires, begins to circumcise your intentions, what your 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 goals, your vision, 
Many of us, are, we started with a carnal ambition. You want to be the best this and best that and best that. But when you begin to come into sincere fellowship with the Holy Spirit daily, daily, consistently, what thing you begin to see in your life is that you will not want to do things based on you anymore. That's what the Bible calls self is denied. Paul said, I die to self daily. Self is denied. That every of your actions will be that the glory of God be seen. That Jesus be glorified. Jesus prayed a prayer in John chapter 17. That, that he says, Father, glorify now thy son, that thy son may glorify thee. So the reason God will make a wonder out of your life is not for you to be able to raise your shoulders before men and say, I've arrived. It's not for you to be able to receive accolades of men and applause of men. It's far beyond that. The entrance of the Holy Spirit, the, 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 the operations of the Holy Spirit, the gift of the Holy Spirit towards us is to the end that we bring glory to the Father. Believers listening to me right now, hear me. The Holy Spirit is the greatest gift of God, the greatest personality you can ever work with. The Holy Spirit, fellowship with him, fellowship. The first level is fellowship. Fellowship. The second level is what we talk about, partnership. As you begin to fellowship with him consistently, you don't stop. It's a, it's a, it's a consistent, forever, internal journey. So as you fellowship with him, you become more like him. The Bible says we are changed into the, a definite article, the same image. You are changed into him. You are changed into him. What happens is as you continually fellowship with him, is essence begins to diffuse into you. So your nature begins to change. It's all that. There are systems of fellowshipping. The word of God, prayers, the company of believers. You must, you must see, the fellowship with the Holy Spirit will demand time. It will demand, it, it will demand the sacrifice of your time because it's a daily thing. You must create, you must create is an intentional work. You don't do it casual. It's an intentional work. You have to intentionally set out time with him. And you love on him because he's a person. Remember, we have been using the, the uh, pronoun he, he, he for him because he's a person. He has feelings. He has desires. He has motives. He has will. He has thoughts. And he wants to communicate them to you because the goal of the Holy Spirit is to transform you into God's image. Praise Master Jesus. Fellowship. If this can be achieved in this meeting, it's we are we are we have hit we have we have hitten a landmark. I, I, we have we have really touched something. If we can be if we can bring people into fellowship, because the rest will be taken care of if you can achieve it, come to a point of fellowship with the Holy Ghost. Here is not one of the things you do. Here is, is, is not just a list. I would like to tell some people, God should be the ultimate in your life, not just something you put on a list. Because if you put him as number one today, which is good, something may occur which you, you will change that list and you will enter, oh, enter number two. But if it's the ultimate, 
he controls. It's just like a fan. He has a hold and he controls the other blades. Everything is anchored onto him. Because of time, we look at partnership. When you effectively, effectively come into a place of intimacy, come into a place of sorry, of fellowship with him, you begin to partner. It begins to partner. You, you guys come into a place of partnership. This is when the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit now, you, you become a vessel for him, to, for him to show forth his attributes. I wrote something that I said the Holy Spirit is the, the Holy Spirit stretches our capacity beyond these natural limits. That's why you can stay and you know things before they happen. You can stay and you 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 it can it can use you to 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 review prophetic words that will occur in the next two, three, five, ten years of to a person. How possible is that through the Holy Ghost? He is now in partnership with you because you have come into the place of fellowship. The Holy Ghost now begins to use you. Will, see, when you are now in, when you come into the place of partnership with the Holy Ghost, you manifest things more unconsciously than consciously. You manifest God more unconsciously than consciously. Things you touch becomes anointed with the power of God. Because why? Like Paul said in Galatians 2.20, my favorite scripture in the whole Bible, in the last part of it, he said, it's no longer I that live, but Christ that lives in me. Christ, Christ did not just dwell, he's living through me. Kai, makabarata. Let's pray in tongues for 30 seconds. Le koto panana ketefeneketula. Epeletu kate frakatila sasa. Mashagata babarada kata katana kata. Endododo baradaka. Ekukate kikakula baratakadi. Osodo lasaza nekete ketefeneketefinaka. E protata kunda beketina kakwa. Shakataka barakata. Oh, Malande Kurasi, Akita Kafana Ketula, Malata Katila Kuroto Sadazana Maka, Shengede Brende Konda Takabata, Eparoto Sake Likatoka Barakata, Likoto Monototo Felete Ketefene Ketila, Efene Ketekete Manato, Ebrototototo Papa Papa Papa, we thank this pray. Let us pray. Let us pray. We are having a focus. I begin to paint a focus for you that it is fellowship with the Holy Ghost. It is partnership. Holy Ghost, we desire fellowship. Akor, 
in Jesus name the holy ghost is is mightily in my in my in my time of question in my personal time in preparing for the for this meeting sir my heart cry has been god i want to be the first partaker in this meeting i want to be the first because you can't get enough of the holy ghost the bible says that be be you not just drunk with wine in excess but be filled with this personality called the holy ghost because for us to walk as gods the bible calls us gods upon the earth but you can't manifest the god realm the god level of manifestation the god kind this is not just he is beyond just healing and, and and all that god wants to pour out more we've seen revivals of healing but there is there needs to be a fresh outpouring of of signs and wonder that we humble because now we go to i, I was with me and a friend we were we were just walking around you know some years back in this land of malaysia and we see men that had everything we're like if we want to preach the gospel to them we can't say that uh come and give your life to christ because god will bless you Come on, they are driving the latest bench. What do they do? They need the blessing. Don't come and give your life to Christ because God will God will prosper you. <laughs> we were walking, they were in the cars. So we are the one they will, they will tell us that don't worry, let me just bless you here. You don't have to be stressing yourself with your God. So we there, there needs to be a new wave of, of, of God's glory beyond what eyes have seen, beyond what ears have heard. Where we come, I was watching a revival that broke out in Portland. I see people that we are, we are broken at the instant of addictions hold that as we told them. I saw policemen that came to act as um was it barricade, I should call it. They were lifting their hands in worship. What well, that can only be done by the wave of a of, of, of the release, a new release of the Holy Ghost across the nations of the earth. That a land be captured. A man prayed that God give me a city, Scotland, or I die. That kind of heart needs to be born again. That kind of heart needs to come alive again in the hearts of people. Where we cry to God for our vicinity. Where we cry to God for our localities. Where we cry to God for our localities. For our cities. Once again. This is not. This is beyond being on puppets. This is beyond, it's beyond showmanship. Having, having on the limelight, spotlight. Now is that songs begin to manifest even in the interior part of villages, even in the schools, even in the, 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 the politics, the governmental areas, even in businesses. This, is, this can only come to pass moving from the realm of fellowship into partnership. We partner with the Holy Ghost. We are partnering with God. Come on, we have seen so little of what God can do because, our, because of our level of partnership, because of how much we have availed ourselves in partnership unto him. God wants a, a, a mental of mindset. The price for all of God is all of you. When you give God access to every fiber of your being, 
you will see there is nothing you've not seen the end of a man that has totally yielded in submission unto the holy ghost you've not seen the end of him because as much as you can as much as as, as a time when you see a dimension that you're preaching before you turn again you see another dimension because the holy ghost is both multifaceted and multidimensional he has so much dimension he wants to release because COVID-19, this coronavirus has taught us that the whole world can be captured by, by, by an event, by a force, by a, 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 a happening. Unfortunately, this was a tragic one, but it has shown us that as COVID, see, coronavirus everywhere in the whole countries of the world is, is thought was on lockdown for a time. So we can lock the nations of the earth down by the manifestation of the power of God. I, I told God, even when God gave me the name of ECC and Sir, it, 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 was, it was for me a body to, 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 to come to that level of, of Christianity where we can manifest God. You see, whether in, 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 in the interior part or wherever, in airports, in schools, in, even in, in, in lecture rooms, God can be seen because we are in the end time. We are in the last days that the Bible prophesied about. And yet we see the level of iniquity growing rapidly. How come? There must be men that must partner with God. For your, for, let me speak to us personally, personally, those listening, that your destiny, those, that glorious destiny God has for you, you can only come into the manifestation of it by partnership with the Holy Ghost. Because in him, he, he holds the secrets he holds the, the strategy that will bring you into that destiny God has told you about five years ago, ten years ago, two years ago. He holds the secret and the strategy. He is both the guidance towards it and the direction. You can never, you can never miss your way in life in, when you are working with the Holy Ghost. It's the secret of divine movement and is the strategies behind Jesus' ministry. You will see Jesus, that at, the Bible says at the, at, the, at the cool of the day, the Bible says that in the middle of the night, he, will go, he, Bible, he goes into the mountains and there he tarried and prayed, communing with the Holy Ghost. Jesus will come and say, the Father that was in me doing this works. Because why? He had come into the point of partnership. With the Holy Ghost. We will, we will dumbfound kings, principalities. God said in Colossians that we will make known the manifold wisdom of God to principalities and powers. We have not even shown it here to men, but God is saying that it's to principalities and powers. They will be dumbfounded by our oppressions. Why? Because we are in communal partnership with the Holy Ghost. So our hands is his hands. I, I, I heard a story of a father in faith that's going to be with the Lord in those days of revival. That he was in a train walking and open in, in, while seated in the train, close to him, there were certain people playing cards. And, and they called him to come and play cards because, of course, you can, three and more, four people can play. Then he, 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 while he was seated close to them, they called him, come and join us and play cards. He said, I didn't bring my hands. They said, ah, is that, is your hands, is, that, is, this, is this not your hands we are seeing? They said, no. He said, no, that this hands is the hands of God. I didn't bring my hands. That is struck within me. He, he, he has consecrated his whole body for the purpose of manifesting the life and the power of God. Because in this few minutes, we're going to pray. We're going to join into partnership. The Lord, I yield again. 
I yield again. I yield again. I yield again, again and again. I yield again. I consecrate my eyes, my hands, my body, my mouth, my tongue. That you speak for just two minutes and the hearts of men are pierced with the word of God that is sharper than two-edged swords. The Holy Ghost is the one that brings conviction to this word that is going in deep decadence. The Holy Ghost. The help, the help that the believer needs in this season is the help of the Holy Ghost. Can we begin to talk to God? Can you yield to God? Can you tell him yes, 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 yes to use you, yes to use your hands, yes to use your feet, yes to use your mouth, yes to use your mind, yes to use your eyes, that God begins to show you things to come. God begins to communicate his counsel to you, for you as an intercessor, God begins to give you prophetic visions of cities, territories that he wants to invade so that you can tarry and intercede before him for those places. That God begins to use your mouth. That words of encouragement, God's, your, 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 your preaching of the gospel is not just in, in the enticing words of man's wisdom, but in the demonstration of the power of God. As a family of faith, we say, yes, Lord. As individuals, we say, yes, again. Yes, yes. Yes. The fire of the Holy Ghost begins to come again upon the disciples. Can't you see that the disciples that were timid, they were, they were shaking, they were timid. When the Holy Ghost landed upon them in Acts chapter 2, the Bible says they spoke. The few minutes, it was not even up to a chapter. Their, their sermon was not to a chapter. And they want 3,000 souls. That's the effect of the Holy Ghost. When he loses our tongue to speak words of fire, words of power, words of grace. But we must tell him, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We yield again. We yield again. We yield again. Again and again. We say, yes. We come into partnership with you. Partnership. Partnership. Partnership, partnership, partnership that we become the weapons of war, that we become the instrument in God's hands to break people free from oppressions of darkness. Jesus came to the temple and opened the book and said, written from Isaiah, he says, the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of the Lord is upon me for he has anointed me to preach, to preach, to preach. He has anointed me to set the captives free. He has anointed me to lose the oppressed, to Set the oppressed delivered to deliver the oppressed to preach the gospel to the poor. He has, he has anointed me to do the Bible says, Thou God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good. You want your life to move from the life you exist to the life of a life of a, an extraordinary life. You must you must submit and yield to the Holy Ghost. So can we begin to join into submission? Journey, journey, journey. Ambera ta 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 ta
in Jesus' mighty name, the Holy Ghost, as we round up, the Holy Ghost is instructing me on something that I should speak to those that are battling with certain form of addictions, addictions to a habit, addictions to to something in their lives that that they when I mean addiction, I mean something they can't detach themselves away from. In fact, many people have gotten to the point they take addiction as they are, as the way the way they are now. They can't. Some people have so struggled with it that it, 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 it seems it has seemed as if they are part of it. God created them with it. The Bible says that the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. The Holy Ghost is that anointing that when it comes upon you. See, the reason you can't break, see, you can't break an addiction with the power of your flesh. You can't break it by saying, I will, by set of rules and regulation. You must come in partnership with the Holy Ghost. You must come in partnership with the Holy Ghost. It's in partnership with him that you begin to experience total freedom. That the flesh dies. That yoke. That, 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 that thing that you think you can't stop by the power of the Holy Spirit. Those listening right now and we listen to this broadcast. The anointing of the Spirit is released right now. That every form of addiction, whatever it may be, I don't care what kind of addiction. But I know that there is nothing greater than the power of the Holy Spirit. It turned soul, in the Bible says, into not the same man, into not another, uh, uh, an improved version of it. It says another man. The power of the Holy Ghost can break long age captivity of addiction. No matter how long, it can shatter it from your life. We looked at the fellowship, partnership, having established and, and having, having, having succeeded well in fellowship and partnership with the Holy Ghost. What you begin to journey into is called intimacy. Intimacy is simply fellowship and partnership with the Holy Ghost. God has has more that he can do in your life. Fellowship and partnership with him. In the next few minutes, I'm going to pray that the Holy Spirit, those that will listen, those listening right now, they be initiated from all over the platforms that of, of, of this ministry, of this network right now, that the Holy Spirit will begin to mark people. The Holy Ghost begins to mark them begins to mark them, begins to mark them. You can't run away. You, you, you are marked forever. You are marked. That your heart will long for him. Your heart will be passionate for him. That every day, every moment of your life will be, will be a journey towards intimacy with the Holy Ghost. Will be, you will wake up every day with a burning desire for him. You will wake up every day with a burning passion for him. And as you do so, whatever that has held you captive, for those suffering from addiction, they are going to be broken. Latoska Baraniata, oh dear Holy Spirit of God, Marikosina, Eshegeti Binikusabra, Selegetia, we 
come by the help of your spirit, Father. We come into this place with you. We are, we are, we are, we can be vessels, vessels of your glory, vessels of your power. Right now, Holy Spirit, we speak as privileged sons of God uh, into everyone that will listen because you are not time bound. Into everyone listening from different countries of the world, from different places or cities because you are not space bound. Lord, we ask so God that let there be an infusion of the pursuit and the power of the Holy Ghost right now. Let there be an infusion of the of the of of, of 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 an unquenchable desire for the Holy Spirit, for your presence, for intimacy with you, for communion with you in the lives of people. Let them begin to long for you. Not passion fueled by human desire, but one fueled by your spirit. They can't, they can't shake it off. It will lead them into intimacy. It will lead them into power with you. That we can be, we can be a son, a son that will manifest God in the streets, a son that will manifest God in schools, in our churches, in our marketplace, in our workplace, in the name of Jesus. That when men begins to see us, they begin to see God. When men begins to see us, they begin to see the, 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 the Jesus at work. They begin to see Jesus unlimited on the streets. They begin to see the wisdom of God at work in our lives. Lord, we pray that every form of addiction to everyone listening right now, to masturbation, to pornography, addiction to, 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 to womanizing, addiction to smoking, addiction to drugs, addiction whatsoever, let it be broken right now by the power of the Holy Spirit. You are free in the name of Jesus. From now henceforth, that, that desire dies. That, that passion dies. We, we exchange with the, with the passion for God. We exchange with the, with the passion for, for intimacy with God. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, blessed Father. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen.